live from the planet Love Tron. This is the Thomas Game Podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to laugh. You know why you get to laugh all the time? This is episode 11. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Oh, okay. We, we reached double, digit, du- ugh, double digits on the oh, last, last one. Episode. This is episode yep, 11. You know right. what I'm saying? How you doing today, dear? I'm doing good. Tomorrow's my birthday. Shout out to all the Aries out there, but we don't care. Whatever. <laughs> what? We, we, Let's we, turn this <laughs> I was beating you up just so everybody knows I was just beating him up. That sounds horrible, man. But uh hope everybody out there is safe. Wanna shout out to all the uh all uh Aries. Them too. <laughs> um all the what the first Such responders out there. Such a hater. Uh, shout out to them, all the uh you know, all the married couples, the girlfriends, the boyfriends, the baby mama, baby daddies, the single ones, everybody out there dating, trying to find their way. Wanna say what's up to them. And again, as usual, if this is your first time, if it's not your first time, you've been listening. Man, go ahead and, and, and subscribe to this uh, Thomas Game podcast on YouTube, man. You know, uh, if you don't, I don't know who the hell doesn't have YouTube, you know, in 2020. But go ahead and, and make an account, subscribe, and also hit the notification button. Once you do that, you will get every uh, notification that every video that is updated. And you can also check us out on Google Podcasts, Anchor, iTunes, a- Apple Podcasts, Castbox, and Spotify as well. Yes, and thanks to everybody who already subscribed also. All of our subscribers. Thank you guys. We really appreciate it. We are greatly appreciate all the ones that support us and listen to us every week. You know, continue to do that. You know, tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, so today on this episode, you know, usually we come in, we talk about relationships, and we still will. You know, we have fun. We're still going to have fun. But today, uh People of uh, Autism Awareness Month. Right, April, if you're unaware, April is Autism Awareness Month. Uh, and April 2nd is Autism uh, Awareness Day. So we're going to talk a little bit about uh, autism and what it is. And, you know, um, I've done it on my podcast for the past two years. So I want to keep that going every year, every every April you know, Lord willing to continue to, uh, you know, push that flag and bring awareness mm-hmm. to a lot of communities like our own. Yeah. You know, family members, friends, and people who may not, you know, know about autism because it hasn't hit their, you know, their family. So we're going to get into that today. Yeah, we're going to share our personal experience with autism and, you know, let you guys in on our experience and, you know, some of the challenges that we faced and, you know, Hope you guys sit back and, you know, enjoy it. And hopefully, you know, this inspires someone who may be affected with autism or their friend, son, daughter, any family member, somebody that they know. I'm sure, like, now it's everybody knows one person that right. has autism. Right. This is definitely something that uh, has been getting more awareness in the past. Absolutely. In the past uh, over a decade before, you know, coming up, you know, especially me as a youngin. We didn't know yeah, anybody. There wasn't a name for it. I think, no. you know, it was heard of, but not as much as we hear about it today. Right. So the first question for people who may not know what it is, um, ASD, which is what stands for Autism Spectrum Disorder. And I'll give a brief description of, of what it is. Um, ASD is uh, has to do with it's a development developmental disability that can cause significant social communication and behavior challenges. So that's the main thing 
that's what ASD is, which is, again, autism spectrum disorder. And right now, um, you know, I have a son that will be 12 this year, and he was diagnosed at age two. Mm. And last year, you know, usually when numbers go down, it's a great thing when numbers go down because right. it means that, you know, things decrease. Right. Last year, it was one out of, out of 68 children that, that were could, diagnosed with autism. with autism. Now in 2020, that number has went down. And again, for this situation, a number going down is not a good thing. So now autism affects one out of 54 children. Wow. Since last year. Since last year. That's a significant drop. Right. And also a, a key note that you guys want to check out uh, or be aware of, boys are four times more, more likely to have autism than girls. Mm-hmm. And also about autism, 40% of children with autism do not speak. So these, these are, you know, we're not going to hit you with a whole bunch of uh, episode full of stats, but these are some of the key stats that you may want to be aware of, you know. Right. Well, I want to get into um, how it personally affects, you know, our family. Because mm-hmm. um, I'm sure there's other families out there who are, you know, also going through the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to know, like, I wanted to, you know, you to tell people when you first um, received his diagnosis, what was your reaction? Like, what was your initial reaction? Well, didn't know anything about it. Mm-hmm. Like I said earlier, never never heard. Other than the movie Rain Man with Dustin Hoffman and, and uh, uh, what's the other? I can't think of the guy's name at the moment. The famous actor. It's crazy. It's homie from Mission Impossible. Short guy. Tom Cruise. Oh, Tom. Yeah. yeah. Tom Cruise and, and Dennis Hoffman. I never knew anything about autism. Never knew anybody wasn't in my family, mm-hmm. wasn't aware of it. So at first looking at Jay, you know, just thought that he may have a speech problem. So maybe he might need a, you know, speech therapy or something like that. But having him around people that was familiar with that, with that disability and been around kids with that disability, you know, they were telling me he need to get checked for that. Mm, okay. So... But when I got the news, I didn't. Again, I didn't know anything about it. Were you scared? Were you absolutely, like... absolutely? Because you, you know, um, no one wants to hear anything is wrong with their kid or the right. kid have yeah, anything. That's, that's so heartbreaking. yeah. So even though I didn't know what it is, I know it's something that's different, mm-hmm. and it and it possibly can have an effect on him. So. I got the news. You know, the first thing is, you know, you get, you know, you get tested. You get, you know, um, I can't even think of the name right now, a, a CAT scan, MRI, all that kind of stuff. You get that. Yeah. You know, to make sure that the brain is functioning properly. Mm-hmm. So he did that. And once that was done with, there was no problem with the brain. So, again, once I received this news, okay, he's fine. Right. He just... Has speech problems, but I was quickly told no, he he's he's autistic. But he has a mild case, right? Really, yeah, let me, a very let me, mild case. Let me let me definitely say that he has a mild case. You know, so every uh, child <laughs> is different. Like I said earlier, forty uh, percent of children with autism are nonverbal. Right. Uh, JJ is is verbal. He's always been verbal, but when he was, you know. Before the time he was diagnosed, 
he just wasn't speaking clearly. He knew what he was saying, but we you didn't know what he was saying. Right. He knew exactly oh, okay. what he was saying. So he is verbal. He, matter of fact, he talked too damn much. <laughs> but he you know he knows what he wants to say and when he wants to say it right yeah. so yeah so when i quickly you know was informed that he had no he has autism i cried like a baby yeah you know truthfully i would think that would be you know most parents reaction when they hear something like that um because you especially when you don't know too much about it and you know this is the first time that it affects you you really don't know what to say, what to do, you know, if there's a cure. Did you know, did you think there was a cure at that time? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I, I didn't know anything about it. I thought maybe uh, through therapy or, you know, I heard rumors of of medication, which I never wanted him to be on medication. He's not on medication. Mm-hmm. But I thought maybe it's something if he take, you know, through the years that it can go away. But, you know, people out there listening, if you're unaware of autism, there is absolutely no cure for it. But that's a good point you just made about um, the medication. He is not on medication. He's never been on medication. Never have and never will be on on medication. That's something that uh, I was very stern on. Didn't want any medication with him. You know, I wanted him to be himself. Mm -hmm. You know, um, this will not define who he is. You know, he just, over the years, with, you know, help from, you know, everyone. The love that he gets from everyone, he'll, you know, and his, uh, his consistent learning. Every day that he was gonna, you know, survive with this because again, I want to, you know, specify that it is not a cure; it's a lifestyle. So mm-hmm. this is not something like, uh, you know, a, a, a disease where you could take medication and you could just it'll it'll possibly go away. Right, and you can have a normal life. Right. Right. So no, this is not a. Uh, there's no cure for it. Now, did doctors um, encourage you guys to try medication? Of course, they brought that up. That was always the first yeah, thing. Of course, you know, like like most doctors, the first thing they're gonna do is offer medicine. It's the easiest thing to uh, to subscribe is medicine right. for everything in life when it comes to any kind of problems. Medicine, medicine uh, was against that from day one. Medicine was not an option. Mm-hmm. Now I will say this. Depend on what kind, what what um your status, your child is as far as um like where on the spectrum they are. Right, you know, JJ is mild. You know, you have some children that they're high, so they may have more. They they, they may also have um can't think of the name of the Asperger's. Mom. Is that no 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 that's that that's different than um, oh, autism. Okay. That's not as strong as autism, but they may their attention span their 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 behavior may be through the roof. Just put it like that. They may have ADD as oh, well ADD. as, that's okay. what I'm trying to say, as well as okay. autism. So some of those kids may need to take uh, medication. Right. And I've seen kids like that uh, on medication, mm-hmm. and they're calm and they're cool. So they may need to take that. It was it was never an option for JJ. Right. Medi- medication was not an option. So that's something I would suggest uh, people out there to do your research on before you just listen to a doctor as far as, and that's just with anything, not just autism or anything else. You know, do your research before you uh, go run run into uh, medicine as the number one option. Right. There's always a second option always. besides medication. Right. Yes. Okay. So let me, let me ask you, mm-hmm. did you, before JJ, have you heard of autism before? I have. Um, but I've heard of it. I've never really, um, experienced it personally with like, with nobody, nobody in my family. Um, 
I never had a close relationship with anyone with autism like how I have with Jay. So, you know, being around him, being around you, I learned a lot about it. So, you know, I think it's one of those things that it doesn't affect you until it affects you. Right. Right. And that's understandable. Like, so in the beginning, I mean, he's definitely different from, you know, how long you know him now. We're going on seven years. Six years. Yeah. Six years. Yeah. Were there any challenges from the beginning? Um, in the beginning, yes, I would say there were some challenges, only because um, he was still trying to get used to me, familiar with me, right? And vice versa, and Tamaya, and I know one of the things you told me about, you know, him having autism is that he's used to a routine. Right. So with me and Tamaya coming in, and he don't really know us, you know, I felt you know bad because. It was rough, you know. He yeah. didn't talk to my, you know, at the time was very little, so she thought he didn't like her, you know. That mm-hmm. they, they did not get along in the beginning. Just keeping it a hundred, right. they did right. not. It took time for them to um, get along. Right. And what I think helped Tamaya was giving her videos. Like I know you um, showed her some videos. Mm-hmm. We read some books to her. You know, we try to make her understand that. He is different, not less, but he's different. Right. So not to take things so personally. And I think once she understood that, because, again, she was very young. Like, our right. kids were, like, six and seven years old. Right. And it's hard to tell a six-year-old that uh, another six six or seven-year-old right, especially is a certain way and, and they're different. And, you know, uh, a seven-year-old. To where they would understand. Well, you hell, know? adults don't know, you yeah, know. that's true. So it's hard to tell a child that. And for us, like, if you guys have a child like mine, Chatty Patty, she talks <laughs> to everybody. You know what I mean? So, and everybody gravitates to her. Everybody likes her. So, you know, her feelings was hurt when he would do things, you know, um, not either not speak to her or not share his toys with her. So, she didn't really understand that. So, that, that was a, one of the challenges that we faced, trying to get our kids to get along and, you know... With, with him, um, well, with most kids, you know, we kind of learn that all children need love. All children mm-hmm. need love. All children need kindness. Right. It makes no difference whether they have a um, disability. And I wouldn't even say it's a disability. Like, I never looked at Jay and said, you know what? He's autistic. He has a, di- a disability. He may learn and do things with a different ability, but mm-hmm. not a disability. Um so, you know, and I think once I came around more, our relationship got better. He started getting used to me. He started, I started getting yeah. hugs, yeah. little kisses here and there. So yeah. that made me feel better. And bringing Tamaya around him, of course, you know, he got used to her being around. Their relationship got better. Right, I agree. Yeah, he just had to, just like with any other kid, he had to get comfortable with people that's around him. Right. And, and when, when he did, you know, the love grew and he still right. loves y'all to death so you know so i'm going to give an example of some of the behaviors that's out there as well you said that he's used to being on the schedule that's very true like mm-hmm. um most kids that are autistic they're used to patterns they're used to uh schedules and sometimes when you break that schedule it can throw them off a little bit and you know they can react in the way that they react and also being uh very rep- repetitive Yes, I remember. Um. <laughs> oh, that was that was always um, I loved about him, though. That was his way to me of learning. 
the right. more he repeated things, yeah. he was learning. Right, and that's and you know he's always done that, and he make you know continue to do that for the rest of his life. Like I said, he he's always been verbal, but he's uh, he is repetitive in things that he said. He'll say something a hundred times a day. Yeah, and I know? think one way to help, you know, embrace it. Just embrace yeah. all of it. You know, don't make him feel bad if you know someone who has autism. Don't make them feel bad. I mean, it was times where we would do it too. He would say something over and over right. and we would do it too mm-hmm. and what he would say stop saying that stop yeah. doing that <laughs> the thing is so it, you know you just embrace it yeah the thing is you don't treat them different it's all about it's not them coming into your world it's you, you going, going to their theirs. world that's how you have to take you right. know a situation like this right and it's interesting you uh bring that up because um a lot of people like i hear conversations from other people who don't know too much about it and, you know, let's say the child does something that they shouldn't be doing. The first thing they want to say, well, you need to discipline them. It's different no. when you discipline a child with autism versus a child that's not autistic. Yeah. So, and you can't fix them. There's no fixing them. I yeah. hear a lot of people say that word. You know what I mean? And I, to me, that's offensive. Yeah, you can't, you can't, you cannot, you know, fix a child that has autism. And one of the main things, like, um, older people, you know, you know, we just said that we're not used to, or, or didn't know anything about autism, so we can imagine. You can imagine how uh, parents or grandparents or people you know older than us can you know can accept that. And yeah, you cannot discipline you know a, a child who's autistic like how you uh, discipline a regular kid. Right. Like it's not gonna work. And it's been sometimes like you know we will all be out and it's like you know you want to discipline them, you want to say you know go in timeout or you want to take some certain things mm-hmm. and. You, you want to do certain things, but you can't. And I think for me, um, because that's not what I was used to, it, th- those little things were a little bit challenging. But what made our situation work, I think coming to you, you never was defensive about it. Mm-hmm. I guess if I came to you and be like, you know, I'm kind of uncomfortable with this or Tamaya's uncomfortable with that. you And I never came at you, you know, with no disrespect, no attitude. It was pure genuine, pure love, pure patience, kindness. And you were always willing to work with us to find a solution. I mean, we've even did therapy together. So, mm-hmm. you know, that that helped. You never, you know, turned a, you know, blind eye right. to whatever was going on. You was always willing to talk to me about it. And, you know, I think that that's a big, big deal. Yeah, because uh, if anybody's been through it, it is not easy to uh, try to date people when you have a uh, you know autistic child or a child with special needs because everyone is, would not be as open as you were you know quick people will be quick to run away because it's something different and it's a challenge to them so shout out to people that stuck around with people who have uh, autistic kids and was was open like you was willing to learn and, and they and they stuck through it because yeah. you know so, most of the time with something different you know people are not people are not don't want to see anything different they don't but that's when you have to kind of open your mind you know and don't be so closed-minded be willing to learn be willing to have patience you know what i mean you have to have patience and that's what in a relationship you have to develop patience that's a big part of it patience and love like you have to to love them as if they were your own Mm -hmm. and when they see that love pouring out from you they love you back yeah you know they love you back like jay immediately gravitated to me like the hugging mm-hmm. with the kissing, you know, he comes to me, he'll talk to me. And that made me feel so good. You know, it made Tamaya feel good. So, you know, 
that plays a big part in it too. Yeah, he's very affectionate. And one thing I wanna wanna kill immediately is it's a misconception about uh, children with autism that they're dumb or they're slow. When it's the complete opposite, you know. Again, you know, most they'll of the, teach you some things. Yes, they will. The most of the most of the problem, the main problem is social skills with children with autism and problems with their brain. Again, Jay did not have any problems with his brain. They just take things different. They right. intake things different, and they and they and they, and they come out different. Mm-hmm. You know, but they're not dumb. Like, like if you saw that movie Rain Man, he was very he was very smart. Um, a lot of autistic kids are smart in math, and Rain Man was yeah. one of them. You know, I don't know if you guys watched the, uh, the TV show The Good Doctor. It's a really good show that comes on ABC. Love that show. Um, I do too. And um, he's an autistic doctor, and he's very, you know, he, he of course his communication skills is different than a normal person. That's that's mm-hmm. also a thing with people with autism. But the way he thinks things out is different. But he's a thinker. He's very intelligent. So. It's just a different world that they that they live in. Yeah, it is. But you know, I love with our kids too. Um, when Tamaya would, you know, when they would come and they would play together, like mm-hmm. he always, like once they got used to being around each other, he always wanted to to play with her. You know, she would, you know, read to him. Mm-hmm. He would be willing to read with her. You know, she would do different little learning games with him. He was always willing. He was actually more responsive to her than mm-hmm. me and you right. like we would sit down and try to teach him how to read and you know he may give us a hard time but if tamaya did it yeah. another child someone who's close in his age he did it right no problem and speaking of reading when he turned maybe around five or six i saw um an article online and it said that one way that can help a child with autism communicate better is an iPod or a tablet mm-hmm. and when I saw that you know it, it you know it gave me an idea like okay I have to get one right and when I say you know I mean that tablet is his best friend it's made a big difference it made a different big difference you know you could get you know which is a, a tip that I give to uh, people who are raising uh, children with autism and, and and the ones that don't know yet they just learn and listen to this um, get them a tablet, get them an iPad, you know, um, it definitely helps, especially if they have problems, um, verbally, you know, you could get, there are games for autistic kids or just regular games where you could, uh, they could better learn how to, uh, communicate. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can read, you know, they have all these different games and he's been having that, having a tablet since he's been five, six years old and it's, it's helped him out tremendously along with school along with therapy and so on and so forth so that's a that's definitely a tip out there for uh people people wondering you know what else can you use to uh to help a child out yeah yeah that's a good one yeah he he definitely is more willing to learn on that tablet than trying to have an open book or something like that so that's actually a big deal made a big difference and since i've known him like from back then to now he has like pro he has um what's the word I'm looking for? Progress. Mm-hmm. Like extremely since then. You know, of right. course he was a little bit younger. He was like a baby. Not a baby, but you know, <laughs> I always mm-hmm. say he's a baby. All my kids are babies, but mm-hmm. to now 
it's it's impressive. It's so impressive considering that you guys were told that he wouldn't be able to. You know, were you guys told he wasn't going to be able to talk or? No, no, we, we, we were we were we was never told that because again he was verbal. Right. Like usually they'll tell a child who's non-verbal that they'll never speak again, and the right. way to communicate will be you know sign language, or if you're not verbal would be a tablet. They they'll mm-hmm. they'll tell. Uh, people these things but he was always verbal so we never got a he'll never do this he'll never do that we got a you need to try this you need to try that right right and he'll hopefully he'll get better down the line Mm -hmm. Uh, people out there listening um you know because i had got a a, uh, quite a few messages out there you know to for us to do a a podcast like this about autism and they had questions you know people out there listening if you have questions um what are some of the signs that you know, that may show that if my child um, has autism, um, one of them is not responding to their name by 12, by 12 months of age. That's a sign there. Um, avoids eye contact and wants to be alone. You know, that was JJ. Uh, have delayed speech and language skills. That was also JJ. Uh, get upset by minor changes. Have obsessive interests. Flap their hands. Rock their body. Or spinning circles, and it's it's a it's a lot of red flags out there. But um, not not play pretend games, pretend to feed a doll by eighteen months. So there are several different red flags out there mm-hmm. uh, for a person with ASD. And if you see these things, you know, go ahead and have your child get tested. You know, it's better to do it now while they're, you know. Before yeah. the age of two, right. so you can kind of figure things out and see what you can do in the future. Right to help them because I'm telling you, like right now um, with with Jay, some of the things that I've read about autism, as far as them having like a sensory to noise or sunlight, like bright lights, or they don't like to play with other kids. Yeah. He's like the quite opposite, <laughs> you know. Yeah. He plays with everybody. Like, yeah. everybody. I don't think there's one person he won't play with. Now, he'll get a little tired after a while and want to do his own thing, but... Yeah, that's every kid. Yeah. <laughs> he he plays and he shares his toys. I mean, not toys now because he's like 12 years old, but that tablet... Well, with the girls, I ain't going to say. He yeah. is a ladies' man, definitely. But... Yeah. You know what? Yeah, <laughs> some of those... It's it's funny because, you know, you think that your your child won't be able to do things that other kids do. And to yeah. me, I see no difference, no difference in him. Right. And also, let me give some other uh, information here for unusual interests and behaviors. Line up toys and other objects. Plays with toys the same way every time. Uh, JJ definitely did that. Likes parts of objects, uh, like wheels, etc. Like, let me give you an example. Uh, JJ, you know, cars would be broken down and he would play just with the wheel. Or he would play with the middle part of the car. So those are signs. Uh, very organized. As crazy as that sounds, you know, you say very organized. That's a good thing. Oh yeah. But yeah, uh, children with autism, they'll they're very organized. They'll line up their toys, their shoes, or whatever a certain mm-hmm. way that it would be unusual for a child. So that is considered a uh, unusual behavior. Um, has obsessive interests. Has to follow certain routines, like we spoke of earlier. So these are definitely, if you see these signs, again, you know, uh, go ahead and get your child tested. And we're not saying that there's something wrong with the child, but if these red flags pop up, which are unusual, you know, go ahead and get your child tested. 
Yeah, it's only going to benefit them um, in the long run. Right. It's only going to be a benefit from there. And again, we're not, I want to say this too, we're not experts. We're only going off the experience of my son. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, this is 2020. There's so much access to uh, resources and information on autism. Yes. You know, you can always. And that has helped, especially going to those um, definitely. autism speaks walks. Definitely. How they have all those resources and vendors right. out there to provide you with help, information. Right. Um, whatever you need, they have it. So, you know, you just got to get involved and go online and do your research and find, you know, people that share the same, you know, can relate relate to you. That that helps. Right. They, they, again, you go Google information on autism. Um, there are, like Tiff said, different groups out there. There are support groups that help you out that, you know, other parents that that's going through the same thing that you're going through, they can help you. Um, also... You know, for the past couple of years, we joined Autism Speaks and we do a walk every uh, April. Mm -hmm. You know, unfortunately, because of, you know, what's been going on with the virus, you know, we haven't been able to do it this month, but it has been pushed back until August. And as a matter of fact, we will have the link if you want to support um, Team JJ. That's something that we do for him every year. You know, um, this is not something that we get paid for. I want to make that very clear. We're not collecting any money. This money goes to help research for autism. Also, just do your research. Not not just you know autism speaks. Do do your research because some of these companies you know have other intentions with their you know with their with their uh, situations. But make sure you do your um, research carefully when it comes to all uh, these different organizations. But you know they have books on autism. You know, if you want to know about this, there's there's no reason why you can't. There's right. so much resources out there, just like anything else. Right. And that's what I had to do coming into this situation with you. Um, just, I read a lot of books, you know, just to see how, you know, I can change for him, for the better. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? What I needed to do because I loved you, I loved him, and at the end of the day, he's a, he's a child. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's a child. So you, you just have to... I think the most important thing is the more love you show to the, to these kids, it gets easier. Yeah, that's the main thing that that is needed. It's not medicine. It's not um, it's discipline. Love. It's, it's love. Attention. It's you know you working with them, you being there for them, you supporting them, and you know it's no different than any other child. All children need that. And my son did go through uh, different uh, situations as far as helping them out. School was one of them. Uh, speech therapy w- was was another one. Um, occupational therapy, you know, these things helped him out, you know, every year to get to where he is now. And he's still, you know, he's still getting better every year. And people hearing this who may be in the same situation or, you know, unsure about it, you know, you're not alone. You know, celebrities, they have kids, they go through this well. Uh, Tony Braxton. Uh, Tisha Campbell, Holly Robinson, Pete. It's a lot of you know Royce the Five Nine. It's a lot yes, of different people lot of, out there. People. Yeah, it does. And you know, as far as vaccines <laughs> and all those other stuff, you know, do your research on that as well. You know, I, I'm not gonna sit up here and, and tell you what not okay. to do as far as vaccines because I'm not a doctor. You know, I have my beliefs, but I'm I I need to learn about that as well. You know, just. Be careful. It's definitely um, nothing genetic. It's not genetics. 
No. It's something that possibly um, a lot of scientists and researchers are saying that it is coming from the vaccines. Like, I see a lot of stories about that. Yeah. I see a lot of that. So, again, just do your do your research carefully, you know, to, you know, do what's best for you and your family. Right. And not to sound, you know, insensitive to anyone out there who's maybe um, experiencing a child that has been diagnosed with autism, but we are very blessed because he no. is one of the easiest childs to be around. Yeah. Unless he don't have that tablet, then you might, you know, run into some difficulties, but he is the easiest child to watch. And he's the most loving child. You know what I mean? So, you know, it's I'm just thankful. Yeah, we're definitely thankful because we have seen other, uh, other kids. Yeah, you read who, about other stories and you're just like, man, thank you, Lord. Right, who their condition is, is that they have a full condition where they're not, they're nonverbal. Like I said earlier, they have ADD. Uh, people won't watch them because they're allowed to deal with it because mm-hmm. of that condition. You know, it's not their fault. It's just the condition that we have. So... No, we're blessed. Right. You know, we're definitely blessed. Um, if people out there are listening, if you have any questions or concern and, and um you would like us to talk about it and go over it, you can reach us at the Thomas Gang twenty twenty at gmail dot com. Again, that's the Thomas Gang twenty twenty at gmail dot com. And before we get out, is there anything else that you wanted to speak on? Uh, well, you know, honestly, I just wanted to say that I really commend you and his mom because you guys have done an like, excellent job with him as parents. You guys are like one of the best parents that I've seen as far as co-parenting with mm-hmm. a child with autism. So I definitely want to commend you. Shout out to his mom. Shout out to the entire autism community. Uh, shout out to the family members that also support us because that's key. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it could be difficult, you know. Yeah, we have a great family. Great supporting cast. JJ has, like, three different sides of family that he could, <laughs> maybe even more that he can lean to. Yeah. That love him and, you know, adore him. Um, again, we will have the link on on YouTube to where you, if you want to donate to Team JJ. Um, again, that money does go to the research of autism, and we do not see it. We do not touch it. You know, this is something that happens straight to the organization. Straight to the organization mm-hmm. for research. And um, again, um, anybody out there listening, we don't want you to feel like you're alone. So just seek the best help and the, the best research that you can find. You know, and, and acceptance may be the most difficult part of all this. Because again, no one wants to hear that their child, um, there's something wrong with their child. But if it is nobody, nobody wants to hear that. Yeah. And it's a sensitive, it's a very, very fine sensitive. Line when you bring it up. When you but talk it, about anybody's kids. But if it is, uh, accept it and see what you can do the best that you can. And you know, once you accept it, you'll be fine and everything will yeah, work out. Embrace it. Yeah. Man, just embrace it. All right. So this is episode eleven. Thomas Gain again. You can check us out on YouTube, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Uh, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and others as well. So we are out. Stay safe out there.